Hello and welcome to another edition of BL Portfolio Podcast coming from Business Line's in-house research team. At BL Portfolio, we slice and dice stocks, mutual funds, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. I am Kumar Shankar Roy, Personal Finance Lead. I have with me my colleague Aarti Krishnan, Consulting Editor Business Line with me on this podcast. Hi Aarti, how are you today? Hi Kumar, nice to join the podcast. Ati, small is beautiful or that's what the adage is. And if it's about small cap fund returns, anyone looking at the tailing one year, five year and 10 year returns on small cap funds today will be blown away, right? Boy, do they pack a punch. Investors are excited by the past returns on small cap funds today. They have raised a lot of money. The inflows that have come in in the April to June quarter, a substantial portion of them have actually come in small cap funds out of the total equity fund inflow. So is this a good time to invest in such equity funds? How should you invest in small cap funds? These are the questions that are actually on people's minds. To deliberate on these issues, we will quiz you. And because you have covered mutual funds for over two decades, you will be giving us insights that can really help investors. So my first question to you is, Small cap funds predominantly invest in small cap stocks, right? So why is it that selecting small cap stocks in India, a very different ballgame from choosing mega or mid caps? So when you look at mega or mid cap stocks in India today, according Mm. to the SEBI categorization, Mm. these are actually the bluest of the blue chips in the listed universe. So the top 100 stocks by market cap are large caps and the next 150 are mid caps. So this is literally the top 250 companies in the listed universe. Okay. Uh, so because they are the top 250, they figure in almost all the benchmark indices in India and abroad. Okay. Uh, therefore, a lot of foreign institutional money, etc. goes into these stocks. Mm. And as a result of that, there is plenty of research on these stocks. So I read somewhere that uh, Infosys, which is one of the nifty stocks, is one of the most covered globally by analysts, tracked by 2025 analysts or something. So all these stocks which figure in these top 150, top 250, they tend to be covered by multiple analysts. They are also very strong on disclosures. The management is quizzed very thoroughly in each of their quarterly conference calls. So Mm. it's very hard for any bit of information about these companies to go undiscovered. And it's also very difficult for these companies to actually indulge in any governance missteps also. But as you go down the market cap scale, I mean, as per SEBI categorization today, every stock below the top 250 can be considered small cap stock. So as you go below and lower and lower in the scale, the degree of scrutiny of their financials, their management, etc. tends to come down. And the smaller the stock is, the more it is prone to being quite opaque and all the information you will have will be only the quarterly results. You won't have too much of analyst coverage or quarterly con calls, etc. So therefore, actually finding good stocks, high quality companies in the small cap space calls for thorough bottom-up research. It is not enough to know the macros and broadly where sectors are trending. You need to know the specific company, its management thoroughly. So therefore, picking these stocks calls for a lot of uh, balance sheet reading, knowing the history of the company and also interacting with its stakeholders like vendor ecosystem, customers, etc. So therefore, I think that small cap stock selection is a specialized skill and a person who is doing large and mid cap cannot additionally do this as a sort of uh, extracurricular activity. Okay, that's a very good point. 
Now, Atti, coming to the investor's question that is usually on people's mind, we have been hearing about how the Indian economy is expected to grow much bigger, right? So, if somebody has more than 10 years of investment tenure and wants to invest via SIPs, you know, SIP is a convenient tool more than anything else because we get money regularly, so we can invest money regularly. So, why can't I then put 100% of my money into small cap funds given that they are funds which are specialized in small cap stocks? Yeah, that's a very good question because today if you look at the trailing returns, uh, the small cap category beats all other categories by a huge margin. And 10 years EAGR of the small cap fund category is about 22%, which is amazing. And you, it's very difficult to do that even with the direct stock investing. But the problem is that when you look at the trailing returns, you, mm. you don't know the other 10-year periods when small cap funds have given very, very subpar returns. So oh. this is why for this, I did a rolling return analysis of the small cap 250 index BSE and compared it to the Sensex over an 18-year period. Now, a rolling return analysis, what it does is it takes away this timing effect. It captures the returns on a particular category over different, different time periods, bull phase, bear phase, etc. If you look at that rolling return analysis, Hmm. then the small cap returns, it becomes very clear that the current returns that you're seeing, this 22% is a very Hmm. unusually high return for this category. So, normally this category has given returns of about 7.8% CAGR over 10 years. This Not this oh. category, but BSE small cap 250 index has given only 7.8% CAGR on an average over 10-year periods. Okay. Similarly, over five-year periods also, it's close to 7%. Okay. Now, the maximum and minimum returns are much uh, very different from this. So, this automatically goes to show that small caps is a category where you can experience both extremes. Now, Hmm. if you are lucky enough to start in a bear phase and go on to a bull phase, you can get returns like you've seen now, 22% CAGR. Or if you happen to be unfortunate enough to start in a bull market and then you are looking at returns in a bear market, then your returns can even be negative after 10 years. So, investors who are thinking, why shouldn't I put 100% of my money? Hmm. You shouldn't put because... 10 years later, what if the return is negative? Because the small cap category, today you're sitting on record returns. And from this record, it is quite difficult for any fund category to build on a very great record again over the next 10 years. Okay. So you're saying that roaring bull markets is not a good time to make your first investment in small cap funds. Yes, in a sense that you can do SIPs, but you mm. should not over allocate to small cap. So if you already have an equity portfolio, you can put 10% mm. of that in small cap funds. But to look at the small cap fund returns on a trailing basis and say that, okay, let me skip all other categories and go straight to small cap and put a lot of money that you should not do. Uh, using last 10 years performance is rear view mirror driving and that will not work in the case of small cap funds. From the data that I have done, what I have mm. found is that basically small cap tend to give a very bumpy journey. So after a big bull market, if you invest, sometimes the next year or the year after that can be big barriers. So if you look at our own history, actually, of Indian Mm. markets, Mm. uh, after the 2007, BSE small cap index gave very high returns of 80%. Next Mm. year, it was down 70%. Similarly, again, in 2009, it gave 131%. But a couple of years later, it was down 40%. Okay. Uh, in 2017, again, the index gave 56%, but next year it was down 24%. So these kind of big falls, I mean, when you invest in a fund at a kind of a peak looking at past returns mm. and suddenly a bear market arrives and you're caught unawares, mm. the problem is, especially if you're a first-time investor, you may panic and you may remove your money at that time or oh, you may okay. panic, pop yeah. your sips and 
So if you do that, then the problem is you have bad experience with the category for your lifetime and you may never come back. So that's why I'm saying don't over allocate, put a little money. So if the bull market continues for some time, you can still benefit from it. But if a bear market arrives also, you will not be much worse off because your allocation is limited. Okay, okay. For the benefit of podcast listeners as well as our readers, Aarti has all this data that she's talking about. She's actually made it into an article which will be published as this week's big story in BL Portfolio. Make sure that you read and access that article. Aarti, I wanted to also understand one point. Now, passively managed funds have made uh, big waves in the equity fund industry. Everybody is wowed by the low cost nature of those funds right of index funds etfs so do you think that people can adopt uh, actively or passively manage which route should they adopt if they invest through the small cap route should they prefer actively managed funds or they can go with passively managed small cap funds what's your take so right now, I think in the small cap space alone, active management still makes sense because okay. if you look at the large and mid cap categories today, the fund mm. managers, majority of them find it difficult to outperform the index fund. So okay. in those large and mid cap categories, it does make sense to take the index route to investing. But mm. in small cap, uh, actually, the, uh, the even the category average manages to beat the uh, indices. Okay. I think this okay. is because uh, what happens in index constitution is typically how the index providers select the index uh, basket is mm. they just filter all the stocks for market cap and they take the most liquid names actually into the index and the ones okay. with high free float market cap. Okay. Whereas in small caps the most important factor is not liquidity or free float. It is actually governance, management, quality and fundamentals. Okay. And these filters do not figure when the index providers choose their stocks. So subjective that, in nature, is it? Is that correct? Crazy? These are qualitative and these are subjective. So okay. I feel that a fund manager who is looking at small cap space in a fundamental way with the, mm. looking at the financials, return metrics, management, governance, etc. He mm. can still do a better job of selecting good stocks with uh, good uh, prospects over the long term than the index providers who merely go by market cap. So this is the logic why I feel that in the small cap space, I feel still active management helps. And the other thing is that there is a vast universe of small cap stocks. So all hmm. the stocks below the top 250 being in small cap, today hmm. India has about 5,000 listed stocks and I think hmm. some 1,500 or 2,000 of them are actively traded. So yeah. 1,500 minus 250, 1,250 stocks you have basically. That is the universe for the small cap active manager. So I feel it offers plenty of choice for selection. So I feel the scope for alpha through active management exists in the small cap uh, space. Okay. Ati, in your piece, you have uh, told investors about these five filters that can be used to choose actively managed uh, small cap funds. For the benefit right. of our podcast listeners, can you suggest a few uh, small cap funds that are investment worthy? Yes. So if the filters that I've said is they should have a more than 10 year track record. They should have been mm. around till 2011, which was a big bear market. Etc. Mm. Mm. I've also said that uh, they should not be value style funds. They should have a good track record across at least one complete market cycle. So I don't think investing in a small cap fund, which has just done greatly over the last five years or last uh, seven years is going to help because mm. Mm. that fund and that method and that fund manager would not have seen a major bear face which is the biggest risk in small cap investing, right? So mm, true, uh, these true. are some of the filters 
filters have uh, identified. So I think that the funds that need these filters are actually uh, funds like uh, Nippon Small Cap Fund, okay. uh, DSP Small Cap Fund, SBI Small Cap Fund, and HDFC Small Cap. Okay. Ati, I just wanted to follow up on one point that you talked about, about the filters. That uh, yeah. when people look at small cap funds, they should probably go with small cap funds that go with the growth style of investing and not the value style of investing. What is the rationale behind this? Uh, because a lot of people look at value investing is in fair and people really like value investing. A lot of people even say that all sorts of investing actually is value investing. So what is the rationale behind your filter? Yeah, one of the biggest risks in value investing is that you land up with a value trap which is basically a company is trading cheap in the market because it deserves to trade cheap, right? Okay. So yes, yes. today we are in a bull market and we are talking of the past returns being great and all that. Hmm. So since we are in a bull market and so many people are trying to research uh, stock, HNIs, funds, uh, PMS managers. So hmm. I feel that all the quality small cap stocks, the ones with decent management and prospects, they have been discovered by someone or the other. So if they have been discovered, the PE will not be done cheap so mm. if when the market p is in the range of 25 you find a small cap top trading at 10 p or 9 p surely True. that there is something wrong with the company's uh, sectoral prospects business prospects or it has a governance record that you don't know about but the mm. market knows about so okay. i feel that in these circumstances if you go looking for value in a very textbook sense in the sense mm. uh, you look for low p you can mm. land up with small cap companies with poor prospects of survivorship over the next 10 years or you can end up with uh, somebody with governance risks or uh, financial risks so this is why i feel that's better if you okay. want a quality portfolio which you want in small caps it is better to go with uh, managers who use a growth style or those who use a quality style of investing okay that's very interesting thank you arti for these insights so listeners we thank hope you. that our conversation helped you understand and appreciate the various nuances related to small cap equity funds you can read arti's article on our website and also in print so that's it from us for this week Stay tuned for further podcasts and actionable advice from us at BL Portfolio. Read us in print on Sundays and online at the hindubusinessline.com slash portfolio. Do share our podcasts in your circles if you find them useful. Thank you. Thank you, Kumar.